I have no memories of how it started. I was born into the world that came after. For nine years, the fighting continued with no end in sight. When the destruction finally ran its course, it wasn't exactly Earth anymore. Is this St. Louis? Now we call it Defiance. Howdy, y'all. Welcome to this Xbox Life episode 235, Defiance. I am your not regular host, Jason, a.k.a. Democulus. And this week, I'm joined by my good buddy, Mark. Say hello. Hello. And the other good buddy, Rob, say hello. Hello. And I want to say thank you guys for letting me do the intro, because I always wanted to do it. Is that all that we're allowed to say? Yeah. <laughs> we're waiting for yeah. a direction from you. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> say your name. <laughs> okay, boss. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. I just I wanted to, ha- I wanted to do that just for, to have some fun. <laughs> You're not going to make us pay royalties for this, are you? Uh, maybe. Because, you know, a cut of nothing is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Zero, still zero. And now that you've yeah. actually been on the show a couple of times, you got to actually start paying us for server dues. Dues, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't Gosh. want to be on here because it costs you money to be on do the show. <laughs> no, I, I asked you to be on, and now it's going to cost me, man. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's why we welcome all. Come on, we need money. Yeah, little did you know. <laughs> you, you didn't read the fine print in the contract. <laughs> yes, that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, all right. Well, anyways, this is, as, as Jason said, um, Xbox Life. So you can check out our website at thisxboxlife.com. Um, you guys got any random stuff that you want to talk about this week? Anything not gaming related? Uh, give me a second. Rob, you got anything? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh... I got nothing other than oh, all sign-up I... pages for testing the next Xbox are fake. Remember that. You guys are going to get tired of us saying it, but we feel like we need to say it. Yeah, because I see that on Facebook all the time. <laughs> don't. <The> average... <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Major Nelson has stated that. So... On his blog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a random thing. I got in this evening from Amazon, which was a week early. Uh, I got the Art of Bioshock book. It wouldn't. I pre-ordered it last week and said it wouldn't release. I wouldn't get it till the 9th, but it came in today. I'm like, okay, I don't even remember seeing the email for that. <laughs> like, it showed up on my door. I'm like, sweet. Well, maybe you'll get another one in a week. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. It's kind of weird that it came out a week early, and I just must have missed the email. Cool. So. All right. Well, I, I can throw one thing in. Don't forget tax days in uh, a little less than two weeks. Do your taxes. Stupid tax. I'm still waiting to hear from my CPA about how much I owe since I'm independent. Yeah, good times. Yeah, I hate. I pay every year being independently contracted, so it's not cool. Yeah, that paperwork is just brutal because my wife's self-employed and I do her taxes. My taxes take about five minutes <laughs> that. and then like it's hours to do her her portion Ugh. i'm lucky I, I send in receipts and write down all my mileage and stuff and i send it to cpa and then they contact me tell me how much i owe. okay 
Yeah, that's good. You keep up with it. Yeah. You, you wait till the last minute. That's brutal. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> you don't like tax? Stuff? I don't like tax stuff. I'm mad, anyways, because they're actually the government's trying to take money away from me. But I'm not going to go into why that is. I'm I'm yeah. I'm dealing with them, and I'll, I'll get it eventually because I'm correct and they are wrong. Uh, <laughs> and they've even, you know, they've acknowledged that. But I got to jump through a bunch of hoops now for them, you know. Yeah, and it, it stinks. The hardest part about it is you want to call them up and you want to just scream and holler at them, but you can't. You have to be the nicest person in the world because if you're not, guess what? Audit. <laughs> yeah. All they have to do is to hit the little checkbox, audit this sob. You know, I mean, and then bam, you're nailed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be super nice, <laughs> even though you're ticked off. But <laughs> anyways, moving on. Yeah. So you, you always talk with yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Oh man, I was I was so nice to this lady. <laughs> so, oh, uh, do you mind if I put you on hold? Absolutely not. I, I'll be a pleasure to wait. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> it's only been an hour to free to pick up the phone and put me back on hold, but that's okay. I'm happy to do it. I have nothing else to do. Yeah, and I would really be happy if you disconnect me. That yes, just yes, make please my do. Day too. So yes. I can call back and wait on hold again. But, anyways, it'll get a it'll get it eventually, but. You know, uh, I'm going to get most of my money back here in the next week or two, but the other chunk is going to be delayed, but oh well. Anyways, uh, moving on to stuff that people really tuned in to hear about. What have we been playing? And uh, Rob, I'm going to throw it out to you first. All right, all right. So the big title this week was uh, Bioshock Infinite, and uh, I actually played it. It, was, uh, it, it just well, you know what? You, you let's talk a little bit about it uh, after. We'll, we'll talk about it together. Okay. All right. So. All right, we'll do that. All right. So, what have you been playing, Mark? Oh, uh, I played some Gears of War Judgment. Um, I'm still looking for three other people to join me. Um, I know Jason was going to hook up with me this past weekend, and and then my whole. Everything got messed up over the weekend. I wasn't on till like late at night, and no one, everybody else was gone. So I'm trying actually, to do uh, an insane run on that. I'd really like to do that, but I gotta actually, have people. <laughs> for a second there, I thought you were saying you were trying to look for the fun in the game. <laughs> but I, anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, oh, it's okay. I, I still, it's it's weird. It's like I don't know. The game is is different. You know, from all the others, and it's like I really loved the other three so much yeah. that for them to change the kind of the formula and all the little things, it's just it, to me it makes it kind of feel like it's lacking. Even though I like the developer that did it because they did yeah. Bulletstorm, and Bulletstorm was you know awesome. But it, I don't know. It's just I felt like they messed with something that you know don't fix what ain't broke, and I felt like they tried to fix what wasn't broke. They're you know, but it's not bad. No. It's just not. It doesn't live up to what I was hoping for. So it's it's not bad, but it, it's not great either. And they took out horde mode. I love horde mode. Yeah, that is one of my favorite yeah. modes, and it's gone. I'm like what? So that's lame. But anyways, so I, I did some of that earlier in the week. Um, I I also played. I actually downloaded an indie title. No way. Yeah, I, I just did the trial though. Um, I didn't buy it, but it's a game called Arcade Craft. Did you download it on accident? 
Nope. It was actually, it was on one of the banner ads. It was an advertisement that caught my eye. Um, and so I'm like, arcade craft? What is that? It kind of made me think of Minecraft. But that's not what it is. It's, it has nothing to do with Minecraft. It's essentially, you get to customize... Okay, well, I'm going to read their their thing, but you get to play through the start of the 1980s arcade revolution by buying and placing video games for your customers to play. You customize your arcade to increase its popularity, modify machine parameters, manage your finances, capitalize on newly released games, but beware of the events and pitfalls that could bankrupt you. So it's kind of like a simulation, um, but it actually... And I don't know how deep it goes because the trial's like five minutes long and then it's like time expires. So you really don't get to do much. But I thought it was kind of neat to start with. And being an indie game, I'm like, this actually was kind of cool. Um, so if you like kind of those management games, like a, you know, like the theme park, you know, you build your own theme park, you, you know, SimCity. I mean, obviously this isn't like SimCity, but you know, it, you got to manage all the other stuff. You know, you might want to check it out. Um, the game will cost 240 Microsoft points. So it's like three bucks. Yeah. Um, I actually am thinking about possibly buying it, and it'll be the first indie game that I bought. On but, purpose. Uh, on purpose, yeah. I, there's another one I want called Word Soup, but I don't know. I might just buy that because I, I so enjoyed that game. <laughs> I think that one's like ten bucks or something. Mm-hmm. But um, Arcade Craft, it's one word. Um, look it up. It's in the indie indie titles, um, and you can try out. They do have a demo, so you can try it out and see if it's anything that interests you. But I wanted to bring that up just because we never talk about indie titles on here. Yeah. Um, and that one, I like I said, it caught my eye, and I tried it, and uh, actually was like, I kind of liked it. <laughs> so I wanted to dive more into it, and then it's like, time's up. <laughs> I was like, oh, come <laughs> on. So I don't I don't it, know how so long basic- the game is. I don't I don't know if. If it's one that's beatable, like in a, you know, an hour or two, I have no idea. But I might pull the I might pull the trigger on this one. So. So basically, the demo did its job by luring you in. Almost, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't lure me in enough to pay yeah. for it that night because I didn't <laughs> because I'm like, man, I've got Bioshock, I've got Army of Two, I got them sitting here, I've still got, I want to go back and do some stuff on Tomb Raider, I still got to finish Assassin's Creed Three. Now that I'm off the boat, um, I, you know, there's there's other games on my shelf that I haven't finished Skylanders Giants. Um, I've just got so much stuff to get to, so that's why I'm like, I really don't want to spend money on a quirky little indie game when I've got these $60 titles that I haven't played yet. Wait, didn't you say you weren't going to get Giants? Uh, we got the game. And Just we not the figures? Two, well, one Giant came with it, and I bought I, I bought one more for him. But that's it. We're not getting into buying all the different ones. If the kids okay. want to buy them, they got to buy them with their own money. And actually, I think the second one... <laughs> so they, you're they like, did, give me they, your money. <laughs> they did buy the second one. They bought it for, uh, I don't know. They had some money for something, and they bought it. One of the kids paid for it, so not me. <laughs> so, but yeah, I got, and the game's fun. I just need to go back yeah. and, and play it. I need to finish it, so. So now you need to let me know how that Disney one is when it comes out. Oh, that one scares me. I, I think I'm going to stay away from it. Because you can't. I, when you get it, let me know. 
you can't play – the thing is you can't just pick any character you want and play in any world you, unless you're doing the free-roaming one. To play the campaign, if you will, you have to use the characters from that world. Right. To me, that's kind of stupid. I don't, I don't like that. That's not what I want. I want to play whoever I want in whichever world. I think that would make it so cool. And then they're like, nope, you can't do that because Disney's being Disney. So, and then they're going to make it, it's just going to make that game that much more expensive because then the kids are going to like, well, I want to play too, you know, so that means you got to go buy, oh, I have to buy Mater and Lightning McQueen, you know, and then of course my daughter's got to be Sally because she can't play as a boy car, she has to play as a girl car, so that means I'm going to have to have at least three characters for every stink in a world. No, no, not doing it. <laughs> so, anywho... Uh, and lastly, I played Bioshock Infinite, um, actually beat the game, and, um, wow, I've put some time into that in the last two days alone, um, and we'll talk more about it later. So, Jason, I throw it over to you. Here, take the microphone. (laughs) Thanks, sir. Um, I also have played Bioshock Infinite, and, uh... Got all the achievements except for four of them, which is playing on normal, hard, and 99 mode. And I think the last one's beat 99 mode while uh, not using the dollar bill vending machine. So I actually started on 99 mode yesterday, I believe, or was that Sunday when we were talking? I forget. I don't know. Anyway, I made it to the third chapter on that so far. So uh, I'll definitely, the game's definitely 1Kable for sure. Just uh, I'm going to have to be patient on that 99 mode. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that. Uh, also playing a great game called Walking Dead Survival Instinct. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Uh, I, uh, actually on my second playthrough for it, cause that one playthrough can only, it'd take you about maybe three hours if you really run through it, two to three hours. Cause the levels are like really short and you do one go and you go back and that's it. Uh, but the game is pretty bad. Uh, it's very frustrating. I had a buddy uh, that rage quit on it. He just he he got so frustrated in the first like three or four levels. He just rage quit on it and said he's done. Um, so I'm on my second playthrough, almost done with it. I'm cleaning up some extra achievements, and uh, there is some collectibles in that game, which you have to do two playthroughs on to to get all the collectibles because there's certain parts you have to choose one path or the other, and so you got to choose the other path on the second playthrough to get that stuff. Um, oh, that it's it's a pretty terrible, frustrating game. That's all I can really say about it. I do do not recommend it for anyone to buy. Even we, I know you posted saying it's on sale for thirty bucks. So it's still not even worth. I wouldn't even go ten bucks on it to be honest. Oh wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's bad. I I told Mark the other day just stay away from it. Just think of the Walking Dead TV show, how good it is, and so this doesn't ruin the the game for you. I mean, ruin the show for you. Um. And then also, I just picked up today the GameStop exclusive Defiance Ultimate Edition, $150 for it. Um, and I'll talk more about that later because uh, I barely got to play uh, about 30, 40 minutes of it after waiting for an hour on the install and up- updates. And that's all I'll say about that. Wait, how long? An hour. One hour to... To install the game because it's... this Now, this game... Is online only, correct? Yes, it is correct. I know Elite E Dog and Mojo are the only two people that had 
started it on my friends list and I need to hit them up to see if we can try to join up, see if we can play, do some missions. Cause there is some co-op achievements on beating things. So, but yeah, it, it says on the front and clear, it says Xbox Live gold membership required and it requires, uh, 10 gigs of hard drive space. Wow. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. Which I've got a 250 gig and I was already down to 30 gigs. And after the install and updating, it got it down to 24.4. So five and a half gigs. And I guess they're leaving the extra space just for future content is why they're saying 10 gigs. So anyway, uh, but I can talk about that a little bit more later and what little I've got to play the game here in a little bit. All right. So, sounds good. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and jump into our topics real quick. It's going to be a short, probably be a short show, but I think Jason and I have decided because for the lack of news and the fact that both Jason and I have, have beat um, Bioshock Infinite, we're going to throw a spoiler cast on at the end of the show. So, like I said, as they typically work, we'll go through and do the show as normal, and then uh, we will essentially close out, and then after that, we, Jason and I will stick around and do a spoiler cast where we just talk about the game and, and any aspect of it, and, you know. So that'll be there for you if you wish to listen. So, uh, and again, I think these, I think our show is going to be a little shorter as we are in a drought for news these days. Um, but we are what eight weeks away from E3, so yeah, we're going to get yeah, it's going to be real quiet probably for the next. You know, it's all going to be rumors now, <laughs> probably. So. We'll do our best to bring you accurate information and try to uh, bring you as much as we can during the drought. But um, so first of all, though, for our Battlefield community out there, I think there's one or two people out there that actually like that game. Um, Battlefield 4 has officially been revealed with a 17-minute gameplay video. And um, I don't know if you did. Either of you guys watch the video? No. Yeah, I did. What would you uh, think, Jason? It, it looked real nice, even though I mean, they clearly showed that it was running on a PC. But uh, it, I mean, that was a probably a super high-end PC. It looked real pretty and all, but it's like same old, about nothing new gameplay. It's just the same old standard military shooter to me. I mean. I like them, but uh, it's just they're not. Nothing's being innovative right now. They just keep on pumping out sequel after sequel and stuff. Well, I saw a, um, I saw a trailer. There was like a teaser, mm -hmm. and it was like obviously underwater. So initially, I was thinking, hey, you know, um, maybe maybe they're going to have some underwater combat, or maybe they're going to introduce some kind of naval warfare, you know something more other than just they can stand on a ship and shoot a, uh, an anti-aircraft gun. You know, I thought, I think it would be cool if it's Battlefield. When are they going to step up and add in submarine or battleship where you can actually command a ship, you know, and, and launch missiles or something from the ships or something. I, I would think that that would be like the next logical step because it's really, I think, the only thing that they're really missing. They've got... Aircraft, they got ground vehicles, they got, you know, soldiers. Um, you only have ships in the aspect of you can launch aircraft off of them, but you really can't do anything with the ships themselves. 
You know, that I think that would be neat. But it looks like from the trailer I saw, I see where the the water park came in and it had nothing to do with uh, any kind of naval warfare. So um, I guess that's going to be out. But um, it, the game looked good. They really did. Uh, Battlefield always looks good. It, it, you know, um, obviously, like you said, Jason, it was on a PC. So that is not Xbox 360 footage. I'm pretty sure the Xbox 360 will not look that good. Um, but it should be at least as good as Battlefield 3. Um, but it is supposed to be on next-gen consoles, so I would say the next-gen consoles will probably look uh, as good as that did on the PC demo we saw. So um, still no date of when it's coming out. Uh, did, it, did any of you guys hear any date? Uh, was it my brother, I think, was on the GameStop coming soon list on the website yesterday, and he was saying that, I think they were marking it down for the same day as Assassin's Creed 4, uh, October 29th or whatever, the end of October there. And they want to look at that. He said something about that, I think he said. Yeah, I thought I saw, let me see. I thought I saw it somewhere just saying holiday of this year. Yeah. So I guess it is due out this year. So. That's what they did this, this last year, didn't they? Wasn't it the same day as Assassin's Creed 3, I think, also? Uh, is that EA trying to fight with Ubisoft? I guess so, maybe. May want to check. Maybe you can look that up since you got a computer handy. Um. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they, maybe they want to duel it out with Ubisoft. I don't know. All right. Well, cool. So, if for the Battlefield fans, uh, if you haven't seen the video. Um, just, it's probably on IGN. I was looking at Game Stooge. Um, there, they have the video, 17 minute trailer there. It's so on the Battlefield site too. Oh yeah, well, they got it, yeah. They got it right on, uh, I'm sure they'll have. start. It's, I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm watching it. I've got it running right now. It looks really good. It does um, look good. You guys, but, you guys weren't kidding. But, uh, number one, uh, they're gonna be no multiplayer online for the first two weeks. I'm guaranteed. So I'm calling it now. That's a feature. <laughs> New feature, Battlefield 4, no online play for the first two weeks. Um, no, <laughs> there'll well, probably, gonna be, be, there, there'll probably just, be no single player either because they're going to require you to play through Origin, and they'll, they won't realize that so many people want to play the game. So they're going to have to spend a couple weeks, you know, adding servers. So, um, you know, they're going to go that whole SimCity route of, yeah, this was, this works so great. So, um, but yeah, anyways, that game's coming. So I know a lot of people will be excited about that. Another thing I wanted to talk about, um, I throw Rob. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a little um, plug here for a little a little site called This Board Game Life, I... which you can find at thisboardgamelife.com. Yeah, There's it's a very a... similar name, isn't it? It is. <laughs> so I want to see. I want to talk to my lawyer and see if I can come after you for. Some kind of copyright infringement. That's got to be a copyright infringement. But um, it's not often that I'm excited by something I see over on your site. Oh, nice. No, no offense. I'm just not. Look, you recommended <laughs> Forbidden Island, okay? That was you a family credi- game. You lost all credibility with me after that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but there was something that did spark my interest, and that's the Walking Dead card game. So can you give us a little bit of information about this for anybody that may not Absolutely. 
I may not have caught your recent episode or, you know, may not have, you know, have you, you talked about this? Not so the, recent episode. Not so recent episode. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, there's a company called Cryptozoic. Uh, they do a lot of card stuff and uh, they're coming out with a game. Actually, I think it's, uh, if I remember right, it's going to be in the next couple weeks. April 12th. Yeah, April 12th, uh, it'll probably hit the stores. Uh, chances are it's probably going to be in the hobbyist stores. I don't know if, how mass market it's going to be. And, of course, you know, I'm sure it'll be up on Amazon and, and the like. So uh, what this game is, is, it's a card game based off of a German game called Six Nimt and uh, designed by this one guy who does some really great games. And it's at a price point, which is fantastic. It's like 15 bucks. Uh, it's a three to 10 player game and there's a couple different ways to play it. So you can play it, uh, actually, I'm sorry, between two to 10 players, depending on how you play it. And it's got all the characters from the TV show. There's, there's been games that have been designed off of the TV show, some off of the comics, you know, some better than others. But this thing over here should be pretty cool. And it's something, it's, it's sort of like a, a light game. It's nothing too heavy, but uh, it, it's something that's definitely been on my radar, and I'm, I'm kind of excited to see it it's come out. And at, what's that? Eleven ninety nine on Amazon.com. Eleven ninety nine, nice. And it and says it's going to be, it's actually going to be released April 5th, according to them. That's this week. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. What is that? That's uh, Friday. I, I want this, but yeah. it takes two players minimum to play it. My yes. wife won't My wife won't have nothing to – she won't even allow me to have my Walking Dead Compendium Volume 1 book in our bedroom. <laughs> she won't allow it in there. She's like, no, get it out of here. Do zombies ruin the mood? <laughs> I No, well, not because of that. She just doesn't want it. It <laughs> okay. has to stay in my office. Oh, wow. She doesn't want it out anywhere. It grosses her out. She doesn't like it. So, so like, there's know, no way I'm going to get her to play this game. She won't watch the movie with the TV show with me at all, even though she's missing out. I'd sit and watch the whole entire series over again if I could get her to watch it. Oh, yeah. So The thing is, if she watches just a couple, she'll get hooked. No, she but doesn't it's... like that. She doesn't like the violent, just graphic nature of the movie she doesn't she just doesn't yeah. like that stuff at all see i don't like that kind of stuff either but i love it oh i, I know it's shit. it's yeah. like i don't like horror movies or <laughs> anything but and, you know i don't i don't like zombies and all but uh, this is an awesome show i want the card game just because i want <laughs> because it's walking dead <laughs> yeah and the cards look kind of cool even though i can't tell um exactly from your picture on your site yeah uh, let me get back to it there's not a lot on these cards, so I'm not sure what to make of it. How would you play this? Do you have any it, idea how this plays? I'll send you a link uh, to the rules. Okay. It's it's a fairly light game. Um, you know, you know, just look look it up. So you can I'll look it anybody's up. In, I don't yeah, want to look it up. I want no. you to tell me. Guide if, me. Don't if anybody's me interested, uh, it's based based off of six nymphs, so you can look up the rules or the Walking Dead card game. I don't know if the Walking Dead uh, Cryptozoic has the actual Walking Dead version rules up yet. I'm sure they will because they always put them up. Okay. So, yeah, it comes with 114 cards. It's got pictures of all the people, like we're looking at one here. It's got Andrea holding a gun, looking all badass. She's ready to shoot somebody. 
And uh, there's some zombies on there. Actually, there's a lot of zombies on there. <laughs> and it's a zombie game. Yeah, it's Andrea and uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, about almost a dozen zombies. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, small form factor. Uh, it's pretty cool. And there's also another one that's coming out in the next uh, couple months, and it's based off of Bioshock Infinite. It's got uh, a whole handful of miniatures uh, from the game. So I haven't heard anything yet on how that one's going to play, but uh, the company that's producing it usually does good stuff. So I'll, uh, I'll report back with uh, well, more when it comes up. Um, the cryptic, the cryptozoic website still says the release date's April 12th, so I'd go based on that and not Amazon's um, listing. I'm sure. So, but it does yeah. say the card game is a quick 10 to 30 minute game offering both a survival mode for three to 10 players and a hero mode for two to six players. You can choose a character from The Walking Dead to help give you an extra advantage you need to win the game in hero mode. The goal for each player in hero mode is to collect points by defeating as many zombies as possible. The player with the most points at the end of the game emerges victorious. In survival, each player wants to avoid gaining any zombie points, as the player with the fewest points is the winner. Uh, and like you said, based on the game, six nim nimped. Nimped, yeah. Nimped. So. Yeah, here's a... Uh... Another one here that gives a little more information on the gameplay. Uh, so it's based on Six Nymphs, uh, features same basic gameplay, uh, while, add while adding 10 character cards and two modes of play, like you said. To play the game, you shuffle the 104 number cards, lay out four cards face up to start a row, then you deal a number of cards to each player. Each turn, players simultaneously choose and reveal a card from their hand, then add the cards to the rows with cards being placed in ascending order based on their number. Each card is placed in the row that ends with the highest number that is below that card's number. When the sixth card is placed in a row, the owner of that card claims the other five cards, and the sixth card becomes the first card in the row. And just just so everybody's aware, I'm, I, I've exploded up the uh, the box art for the card game. And it's ages 15 and up. Yeah. So there might there's probably some pretty graphic cards in here. It, so. it could be that. Uh, a lot of games actually have the high age range like that because the companies have to pay uh, to get all of this, like, uh, safety certification if it's to be played with kids. Oh, okay. So a lot of companies will forego the, you know, lead testing and all that fun stuff. Uh, you know, they, they put the higher age range, ranges on there that gets them in the clear with, I don't know who that is, uh, FDA or FTC? The government. Yeah, the government. Because <laughs> they want their money. Because you know, uh, I've actually heard a little bit about that where it not only costs them money, but it delays the game by a couple months. So they're just, you know, forget that and just pitch it to the adults. But, you know, <laughs> the graphic nature of the game probably doesn't help this one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so <laughs> in addition from the numbers uh, 1 to 104, each card has a zombie point value in survival mode for 3 to 10 players. Players want to collect as few points as possible, while in hero mode, you want to collect more zombie points than anyone else. In hero mode, each player has a single-use character card that can give you an extra advantage in the round in which you play it. So that's that's basically about it. I 
I uh, looked at some other places and it doesn't have the rules either. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see how this thing winds up. Again, I'm looking forward to it. So when are you going to move down here to Arizona so we can play? Well, it all depends on when you uh, get a house ready for me. <laughs> I can work remote. <laughs> exactly. You can stay in my guest room. Come on down and, and stay. We'll play some uh, Walking Dead zombie card game. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. Amongst other things. My kids, like for, keep, like my for, kids will keep Blake entertained. And like for the wives, the wives can go out and do shopping or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Scratch that. Forget it. Oh, the whole trip's off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say it ain't so. All right. Well, why don't you... Speaking of The Walking Dead... Dun, dun, dun. I think you came up... I think you found a chart this week. There's, here's an, I just sent you another picture of the cards and stuff. Did you get that? I did. Okay, there we go. Anyway, okay, uh, so the other thing that we've got. Oh, is, and i got to log into it. What do you with? Oh, you do? What is it with you with you sending me these things that, because you got to log into them. That's lame. That is lame. Here, let's see. Anyways, Here, let's uh, move on. That's okay. You can send it later. There. Try that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other thing that we had is, uh, oh, what was that website? Uh, Venture Beat? Venture Beat, yeah. Yeah, uh, Venture Beat came out with a visual guide to Walking Dead Season 1. So what this is, is it's basically a flowchart of all of the actions for the entire game, all five seasons. And it's really interesting to follow this thing because you can actually see how the game actually branches off and differs. Did you, did you look through this, Mark? I did, yes. As I was trying to follow, I was trying to remember what I did. It's a, it's a little fuzzy now. <laughs> fuzzy now in April since, you know, we played it, what, August through November, something like that. But, uh, oh, heck yeah. So do you want to follow through this a little bit? Um, yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah, we got is, time. Is Jason still here with us or he get yeah, bored yeah. and leave? <laughs> chilling. Okay. Relaxing, chillax. It's okay. storming here, so I'm hearing the rain pretty well. Anyway. Alrighty. You Stay played safe, Walking Dead, right? Stay safe. Uh, I've done Jason. the first two. Episodes. I've done the first two episodes. I need to get back to do three, four, and five. Oh, so hopefully we won't ruin it for you. <laughs> I, I've already seen most of it because of my brother. Anyway, ah, okay. I already kind of know what happens, basically. Okay, so in episode one, it starts off, and you find Clementine in her house, and or in her treehouse, and then there's a there's a choice in there on if you leave day or night. And it's interesting that you actually meet different people. So if you leave in a day, you meet Chet and Sean, and Herschel won't fix the fence. (laughs) This is too much detail. I I can't read all this. Uh, And at nighttime, you meet uh, Andre and Sean. I don't remember these people. Do you remember these people? You know what? It's um, No, I don't. (laughs) I'm stuck at the very first decision, leave day or night. I'm like, huh? I didn't. 
I don't remember that. <laughs> I, I do actually. Because you were trying to decide when to get out of there. Because I remember that beginning pretty, pretty. You, you, that's when you met the the zombie in the house, and you you met the other guy, right? I'm, I, you know, I think I think about it. I would have said leave it day, because I can't see leaving at night when you can't see the freaking zombies. Oh yeah, I mean in the beginning you don't know what's what's up at all, and you're like night, heck no, absolutely <laughs> not. And then there's Herschel. Wasn't there a cop in a cop car? I wonder if... Yeah, it started you were in the back of the cop car, but... No, wasn't there another one? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. You know what? It was a long time. I'd I'd have to go back and play it, but I don't think we need to go through this whole thing, because this will take an hour to go through all those, but it's... uh... So then the next thing, uh, you have to choose Duck or Sean. Is that the kid at the fence? Yep. Okay, so, all right. So it gives you some choices over there. And then it's interesting how it shows you, like, you know, if, like, for example, in this section, there's a lot of Kenny in here. And it shows you, like, if you, your actions, uh, I guess, make Kenny happy or make him upset at you. Right. Yeah, because, so, I mean, if you saved a duck, then he's happy because you saved his kid. Right. And if you saved Sean, then he's mad at you because you didn't save his kid. So. And if you saved neither, he's unhappy again. He's mad at you, too, so. Yeah. And then, so then Sean her- still dies. Yeah, he still dies, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Duck may be bitten. Okay, then who's Irene? Do you remember? Um, there was a couple of people in the very beginning that, I mean, that died off, and I just don't remember them. Yeah. Is that, is Irene, is that uh, Duck's mom? I don't think so, no. No, I think she was one of the people in that building, or... That pharmacy Cause she, or whatever. Cause she, oh no, that was a lady up in the hotel. Because you gave her a gun, she shoots herself. Or even if you didn't, she grabs it and shoots herself. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she didn't, yeah, she was the one I think that you found at the hotel. Yeah. So. So yeah. then it, then it moves on into episode two. And episode two is interesting where there's actually two separate storylines for this. So it's all based off of who you save. Uh, after Irene shoots herself, do you save Carly or do you save Doug? Ah, interesting. Yeah, I think... I see. I had to... I saved Carly. Carly. Yeah, same here. Oh, this was... You gotta save the women, man. Yeah, absolutely. And this was at the... uh, This was at the uh, pharmacy. Because I think Doug was the dude that was, like, holding the door when the zombies were trying to smash through. And then when you saved Carly, she, like, threw you her purse or something, and there was, like, a gun in there. I I just remember that vaguely. Yeah. So then that's where, uh, for me, Doug died. (laughs) So I went through that one. Uh, (laughs) And then it goes through all the same characters. It's just I think the main difference is, uh, you know, Doug is in one and Carly's in the other. And then uh, it moves forward to episode three where episode three is different in the beginning up until the point of where uh, the whole Lily incident happens. And uh, Lily, I guess, goes nutty. You know what's interesting? i got to go back here because we all know how the game ends. 
It's yeah. interesting now because we talked about it. What if you didn't loot the car? It doesn't make a difference because remember, I think we said if you didn't loot the car, then at the end, when you meet that guy whose food you looted and then his wife became a zombie because they had nothing to survive on or some some lame excuse. I was like, well, what if you didn't loot the car then? Did it change the outcome? But here it shows clearly on both lines that if you don't loot the car, then the client, then everybody else does. The group decides to do it. Regard so no matter what you decide, you're gonna you're gonna loot the car. Hmm. So that ensures that the ending, you know, can't be. Oh, altered. that's right. Yeah. So everybody's gonna on, end with the same. It's on both on story storylines. Yeah. Yeah. So. And Clem gets a hoodie in both, and the <laughs> loots the car. Yeah. And then it's it's interesting how Doug and Carly are interchangeable in these. So it's basically the same storyline, except the character's different. Right. It just depends on who you're taking along. Right. And, yeah, and then it looks like Lily kills either Carly or Ben there, and then it uh, converges again. So that was when they it converges right before the train, mm-hmm. and episode four then starts. And this is this one gets really complicated here. I left Lily behind, so I go to the right. Yeah, the zombie appears and chases Lily, and then it goes down. So yeah, because for me, Lily drove off. Well, where is that? That's oh, on the left then, side. Yeah, yeah. So she, you said no, you didn't leave her. Then she invites Lee and Clem to come with her. If you say yes, she distracts you and drives ah, off yeah. alone. Right. Lily steals no, RV. She steals the RV. Okay, and then it continues into four. And then there's uh, a little bit of a story change with uh, going to Crawford if you want to take a Clem or not. And then, oh, yeah, remember, you remember saving Ben? Did you yep. save Ben? Yep. So you did. Yeah, I let him go. So you went to the left over here, and then I went to the right. And it, Oh, and, wait a minute. No, Ben Ben was still – there was no option. He dropped down. I had no way to save him. He dropped off of the um, – when you tried to jump across on the roof, he the 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 what you call it the the terrace or whatever gave way. The balcony. Well, that's later on. He, he fell. But remember, you were holding him. He was on the stairway. He was like falling oh, down, oh, oh. and you. I hold saved him? him. Yes, I saved him. So you did pull him up. Yes, yes. At that okay. point, that's correct. At that point, and I did and I did drop him. So you went off to the left, and I went off to the right. And then, oh, check that out. Okay, so. Right before episode five, it shows you. It shows you who comes with you. So you pulled him up, right? Yep. I did and not then, reveal my bite. Okay. Did and you whether, ask for help? Um. No, I went alone. Okay. So if you did not ask for help. Then Lee goes alone. 
So I went in the other direction. I did not reveal the zombie bite. I did ask for help. And it says, if you left Clem with a gun or revealed the bite, then Krista and Omid came with you. And if Kenny likes you or, it says, mention family, then Kenny comes with you. So Kenny didn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Because nobody came with me. Kenny didn't like anybody, man. (laughs) So, okay, so so you went alone because you didn't ask for help. I went alone. Because I didn't fulfill either I'm, of the two I'm things. not a chump. I didn't need to bring other people along to take care of my own business. It's, it's the zombie apocalypse. Come on. You wuss. I bet Jason's with me on this. He'd do it alone, man. He's all like, man, I started this. I'm going to finish it, man. I'm not going to drag other people into my mess and let them get killed. Exactly. I got you back. I'm the same way. I forget <laughs> all of them. See, see, Rob, you're wrong, man. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them. You just want them to go with you so they can be your zombie bait. <laughs> That's why they didn't go with you. They knew what you was up to. <laughs> okay, and then in episode five, there is the decision on if you cut your arm off or not. Remember after you got the bite? So if you didn't cut off your arm, the story still continued, but you looked more zombie-like. And if you did cut off your arm, you look healthier for the rest of the game. And it looks like there's different people that would have cut your arm off if if they came with you. And then, and then the story uh, converges again, uh, where Kenny dies if he's if he's there. Yeah, Kenny li- dies. Uh, either saving Krista or helping Ben. And then uh, it goes over to Rand. Yeah, you're right. The the stranger guy, that's the dude with the car. Right. Who's upset with the looting. So, So let's see here. If you give up the weapons, yeah, it makes no difference. If you kill him, yes or no. If you kill him, uh, Lee strangles him. Otherwise, Clem shoots him. And the final, the finale, uh, if you ask Clem to shoot you, Clem kills Lee before he turns. Otherwise, Clem leaves just as Lee dies. And then Clem heads out on her own. End of season. Dude. Yeah. So, if you didn't ask Clem to kill you, Lee could be a zombie in season two. Could, yes. Wow. That's a very good point. So Bron was right? (laughs) Bron was right. (laughs) Lee is a zombie. So. Because potentially, if you have the safe information. Thanks for ruining my game, (laughs) Bron. Yeah, thanks for ruining it, like, what, six months later? (laughs) He, he ruined it beforehand, before the episodes were even out. Yeah. Yeah. Big jerk. <laughs> so. Yeah, but if you've played the game, you know, definitely check it out. Go to VentureBeat.com and probably do a search for Walking Dead. And uh, it's, it's a pretty long graphic. And it's 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 kind of cool to just walk through it and see how, the, how your actions uh, affected the game. 
Cool. All right. See, what were you talking about it being a short show? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. All right, JJ. It's up to you, man. Bring us <laughs> back from The Walking Dead. Something. All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, next thing is, uh, is play to earn from Xbox Live Rewards. Major Nelson posted this a few days ago about starting yesterday, April 1st, since we're recording a little bit late, about launching an exclusive feature for Xbox Live Reward members, a thing called My Punch Card, an exciting new way to get rewarded for doing what you love. Uh, and this April, all the action is in the arcade games with our exclusive Play to Earn offers. Your passion for playing arcade games can pay off in a big way. Uh, goes on to say, this is for the most devo- devoted arcade fans that have what it takes to black out all three arcade punch cards. Those who do will be guaranteed a spot in an upcoming VIP exclusives. Uh, I'm guessing that's some kind of Microsoft deal that I'm not aware of. Do y'all know what this VIP exclusives is? We can't tell you. You're not a VIP. Oh, man, I'm not a very important person. <laughs> neither are uh, we neither are we so <laughs> yeah. uh, by something by simply playing your favorite arcade games and adding to your game collection you can earn rewards uh, he's listed three ways here uh, to earn first is to play 20 hours of any combination of arcade games to receive a free avatar item whoop de doo <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, number two, purchase any four arcade games for 400 points or more from Xbox Live. Receive a one-month Xbox Live gold membership. whoop de do again. Uh, you going to say something, Rob? Now, so, so basically what you're saying is you don't care for these? <laughs> uh, Just a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The uh, last thing is to spend 3,200 Microsoft points, which or, or $40 on arcade games, and receive 800 points in return, 10 bucks back. So spend 30, you know, uh, 40 and get 10, so it makes 30 bucks. Uh, That's uh, like I know 25 percent. Yeah, yeah, the 25 percent. They've offered that time to, you know, same promotion when they do the some of arcade stuff. You know, you buy four or five of them, get a free game or whatever. So, but yeah, then he goes on to list some games you might want to download: Minecraft, Trials Evolution, Counter Strike, um, Castle Crashers, The Walking Dead, Limbo. Anyway, and then he also put some of the games come out in April, and the only one that I really care for, everything is Double Dragon Two because you know I, you guys know I'm the big retro gamer, so I love Double Dragon Two from arcade slash NES. So, um, but he listed some other games called Battle Block Theater. Uh, some kind of motocross madness, and then okay, I just noticed this, this Sacred Citadel. I I think I've never seen something. Is this tied to that Sacred game that came out on uh, retail a few years ago? Do y'all know? I do not know. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, then I can there's look a it up. yeah, if you could please. Um, and then there's another game called God Mode, and the last one is called Monaco, I believe. So anyway, he has a link to uh, sign up for the Xbox Live Rewards. I've been a member of that since it first came out. And I've gotten some money back each month because I spend a little bit online and 
they give me a certain percentage back. So it's cool getting random points put into your account and having more points than you know you should have. So anyway, it's it's a cool incentive, but uh, I I'm not really excited over it. Do you guys care or anything for it? Nope. Yeah, not too exciting. There's never a month that has enough arcade games that wants me to spend $40 on arcade titles in one month. Yeah. And this is limited to the month. So this yeah. this is going to change. Um, and real quick, the the Sacred, if you go to that site, it has Sacred Citadel, but they also showing Sacred 3. Yeah, I know that was announced and everything. I don't know. Is it coming out this year? Does it say or anything? There's nothing there. There's no site to go to. It just shows Sacred 3. Um, so I'm not sure if this is related to, there's not a lot to do on this website. Yeah. So I don't know if it's related to, to the others or not. It's by South End and Deep Silver. Uh, hold on. I can look that up since I got the game. I got the, I can load up the app real quick for my collection and see if that is the company. If Sacred was a THQ title, then, then it probably is because this was, you know, uh, Koch Media bought a bunch of things, and that's uh... Uh, it says CDV Software Entertainment, but it, I don't see THQ on there or anything. Well, no, no, it's now Koch Media. Okay. Um, but Deep Silver and South End Interactive are listed on here on the official page at the bottom. So. Okay. So. But no, I mean it's it's. It's going to change every month. I mean, I guess it's a way, uh, you know, you can get a free avatar item by playing 20 hours of arcade games. The nice thing is it's any arcade game. It doesn't matter. But right. I don't think I ever played 20 hours in a month of arcade titles, but that's a lot of pinball effects, too. Um, purchasing any four arcade games, get a free month Xbox Live. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's stuff they don't have to do, but... You know, I think what I'd really rather see, you know, they need to, to me, it's like they're trying to figure out a way to make it sound like they're doing something for you without really doing it. Um, you look at PlayStation Network and you get a free, you get a free game to play every month with your, you know, why can't we just do something like that? You know, why do they got to put all these other things like you got to run through hoops to, to do something? It's like I'm already a paying member, you know. Why do I got to jump through hoops? And all this really is, is a way to get, you know, they're, they're tapping into that, ooh, there's a punch card. And if you do these things, you get something. It, they're tapping into that obsession, like with the achievement points, to get, they're trying to just sell more digital items. That's what the, their ultimate goal is, you know. I mean, which I guess is fine, but, you know, just make good games and we'll buy them. I mean, to me, that's just the way I look at it. You know, don't don't turn it into some. Well, you, you know, you buy buy one good arcade title and three crappy ones so that you get a free avatar item. You know, it's just whatever, dude. You know, speaking of that PlayStation Plus crack, I saw on Game Informer earlier they posted the the news about the PS3 game for this month, and looks like they're giving away uh, the uh, uh, Demon Souls, the first game, the one before Dark Souls. You know. That, Demon Souls was published by Sony, so it's an exclusive to PS3. That's their free game they're giving away this month. I was like, eh, if you... So, yeah, it's definitely... I agree with you, like you said many times about... Uh, it's really getting more enticing to do a PlayStation Plus membership because uh, of the free games they offer to download. 
You guys still with me? Yep. Okay, let's make sure I didn't lose you because it's yeah. raining. Any, so. Anything else on the play to earn? Uh, that wraps it up, right? Uh, yeah, I think I didn't really see much else that looked. Uh, I don't think I missed anything. No. Unless you see something. No, I think you got it all. Just so if, you know, if you're playing some arcade titles this month, I, there you go. You're earning or working towards earning your rewards. Got to get your 20 hours in. Get that avatar item. <laughs> I know that's what Rob's doing right. right now. That's why he's so quiet. That's right. That's right. All right, moving on. Uh, so uh, Microsoft released uh, Minecraft on the 360. When did that come out? Was that? That was before December, right? It was uh, like right around there. Yeah. Sometime so, in it. Yeah, it was like sometime end of the year, and there was that other copy that was out before that. But uh, so what? Then in let's say it came out in December, if that's right. So it's uh, beginning of April now. So in like four months, approximately, there's been more than six million purchases of Minecraft 360 version. That's crazy. It is very crazy. The PC version is currently at 9.9 million. So, I mean, it just boggles my mind that there's that much of an install base on the 360. It came out in May of 2012, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Was it to, that long? According to Wikipedia, it's been out for almost a year. On the 360? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, because I, I was playing that with my brother at my apartment, and we moved out of the apartment in August last year. It was before then. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, oh, well, then six million is not a big deal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that's insane. It's a yeah. it's a game that was already popular, and people already paid for it on the PC, and then you've got six million more that have ended up. What was it twenty dollars for that game on Xbox? It's going to make more later this month because it's getting released on retail. Yeah. The mm-hmm. So. And they've sold five million copies on iOS and Android. Wow. <laughs> so twenty one million across all those platforms. And uh, the developer, uh, 4J, uh, says that uh, there's going to be a ninth update coming soon. It's pending certification by Microsoft. Isn't that the end of the week here, I think? I thought, or next week? I thought they had posted something about it, said it was coming. Like, very soon here. Uh, That's a lot of people playing a really crappy game. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was on vacation last month visiting my friends out of town. Uh, couple, there was a few of them would come over and they would all get on and play Minecraft together. I'm like, really, dude? Y'all are grown, grown men and y'all sitting around playing Minecraft and we're, me and my buddy are over here playing Unreal Tournament 3, shooting, blasting things, and y'all playing Minecraft. Oh, we gave them so much crap for it. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to one of those guys because I kept inviting you to a party at and I was yeah. like, I think I sent a message. What the heck, dude? Get in here. And then they wrote back, this isn't Jason. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> Sorry for bothering you, but yeah, that's crazy, man. I guess I guess people like it. So now I've played Actually, it. Go ahead. They're they're saying the 360 edition uh, will be available tomorrow on the third. Let me see. 
Maybe I'm... Come on, man. Live radio here. <laughs> Stop with the pauses, I man. I can't Stop handle the, the pauses. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, well, I'm wait, sorry. This is, just one this is, it was a tweet from Microsoft Studios. So they say new Minecraft uh, edition gamer picks available tomorrow. That's not a game. Ooh. Okay, okay. Next. Next. Yeah, there, there was a huge party that uh, uh, was thrown at the game developers uh, conference. Did you guys see that for Minecraft and Skrillex played there? Uh-uh. I mean, it's it's making uh, you know it's making a wave. We already knew that with. 21 million sales. Anyway, please continue. Please continue. Move on. Move I'm on. busy now. I'm busy looking at McFarlane, McFarlane uh, uh, toys and looking at some of the uh, some of their characters, <laughs> some of the toy sculptures. They got a they got a Cortana that almost looks adult rated, if you ask me. Um. <laughs> But they, this, oh, I'm this, sure. this just in, Halo 4's second run of McFarland Toys includes exclusive DLC. Wow. <laughs> it's called marketing. Yep. My first run of Halo 4 figures from McFarland didn't include any complimentary DC, but I guess the second run will. So... Um, the second run is going to include special vouchers for exclusive DLC in the 343 Industries game. Master Chief, Elite Ranger, Storm, Jackal, and two different Spartan figures will be offered, plus a deluxe 9-inch tall didact figure planned for the fall. Which looks pretty freaking cool, man. I'm looking at the picture, I'm like, wow. <laughs> so, you guys go to Joystick, uh, it's the top, it's the, the top story in the Xbox section. The character looks pretty pretty awesome. So, but anyways, moving on, Tomb Raider. Um, the Tomb Raider 1939 multiplayer maps are now out, and they also have other DLC has been dated. Uh, the current DLC just came out uh, is a map pack, and it pairs a, with a pair of maps, including Dogfight, which is a concrete bunker uh, map, and the open spaces of Hunting Grounds Forest Meadow. So those are two maps that are now available. They cost 320 Microsoft points, which is four bucks, and is available right now. Um, and there's additional stuff coming in the future. Um, so we'll get to that when it comes out. That is it. McFarlane, I mean, they do some really cool stuff. Yeah, they do. I just yeah, I was just looking at their site. So even the Assassin's Creed stuff. Oh, the stuff that they churn out over there is amazing looking. Oh yeah, they make some good stuff. There's another uh, who's that other big action figure? Uh, ne- Neca. Is it Neca? I think they made the Gears of War figures. I got one of those sitting over here. I got myself a cool train. Woo! <laughs> Woo, baby! <laughs> but um, I think that's NECA or something like that. But they make some pretty cool stuff, too. But anyways, back to you, JJ. All right. 
Borderlands 2 level crap raise available now for a fee. Hey, Finally. Cap. Level cap. Cap. Yeah. Cap. Um, <laughs> it sounded um, like you said something else. <laughs> yeah. Now you got me thinking if I, if I did say it wrong. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'll whoop you, man. That's Borderlands you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Borderlands 2 Ultimate Vault Hunter Upgrade Pack is now available for $5, which I'll have to pay because I didn't get season pass. Um, or, uh, aka 400 Microsoft points for all the platforms. And for those of you who purchased the uh, season pass for Borderlands 2, this, uh, piece is included from the DLC bundle with that. Um, your new pack increases the level cap from 50 to 61, unlocks new game plus plus with the ultimate vault hunter mode and adds the new uh, pearl scent, uh, pearl, pearlescent, pearlescent colored weapons tier. The pearlescent tier is the rarest in the game, which we guess is make it epically uber. Uh, <laughs> uh, Borderlands 2 is slowly wrapping up its downloadable content with the, uh, with the not eligible season pass for the psycho pack that releases next month, which is that's what the new character, right? The psycho. Yep. And uh, the final piece of campaign DLC is expected in June, which I think they've even said already that they are, are even planning to go with new DLC possibly after all this, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah they're supposed to have some more after the season pass stuff is over, and I'll keep buying it. Sucker! Oh, <laughs> shoot, man! I I played everything. I got the game. I got it one hundred percent, man. Borderlands and Borderlands 2, I think it's the only franchise where I've got the games 100% completed. Good, you have to help me run through it then. I'll clean up the achievements. <laughs> no way, man. I got other stuff. I moved on, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. I'll come in. Now I got I to gotta rank up to level 61 now. So. Yeah, there you go. You can help me run through and just plow through everything. Oh, easy. So, cool. I'll have to put that game in and get my update. So. Speaking of that, uh, real quick, uh, while I'm thinking, my brother, I'll have to ask him, he had saw something earlier about, they, I don't know if it was from Twitter or something, that they were posting, they were doing a, a, a shift code for five keys or whatever. I'll have to try to Google and look. I forget what he said that he got it from, but he said he was going to load it up. and uh, So you may want to try looking at it. They were giving a shift code. They had five keys available for it for some. Yeah, they usually announce them on their Twitter. So... But it, 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 I don't know. I've not really gotten much. I got so many weapons now that are just so amazing that anything I get out of there is just not probably not going to be anything worthwhile. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've. It's just like the original game. Once you get your your sweet weapons, it just kind of destroy everything. You pretty much stop looking for weapons, <laughs> except for pearlescence. But I'll have to start looking for those, I suppose. But everything I'm carrying right now is all orange. Everything is orange. So I'm loaded with top-tier stuff, man. Yeah, I need to get back on. I got on the other day and popped it in to do a shift code. They were giving some keys away, and uh, I loaded the game and everything. It said I had 20 keys on, on my character. <laughs> I've been stockpiling for a while. Start cashing them in, man. Yeah, me too. So. All right. Last story of the night. Well, not quite, but almost. 
Um, real quick, uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us, is a game that's going to come out here, I think, in two weeks. comes out on April 19th, or on the 16th uh, in North America, and then on the 19th everywhere else. Uh, there, If you're interested in this game, there is a demo that is now available on Xbox Live. So you can grab the Injustice, Gods Among Us demo. And this is, uh, I, I know you're getting this demo. Isn't this a... Um, like a Mortal Kombat type of game or something? Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's done by the Mortal Kombat team, uh, uh, NetherRealm Studios. Um, and I'm actually, there's three versions. There's the retail, the collectors, and then there's another bundle like what they did with Mortal Kombat, which I think it's probably around 150 again. It's like the bundle that has like an arcade, uh, arcade stick in the game and all that. And uh, We're actually going to be buying one collectors and one of the uh, bundles with the arcade stick. So I'll be spending some money again that day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new for you, man. I think you live at GameStop sometimes. Well, pretty much. Uh, my brother said our lifetime points on their reward things like at like almost like we're at almost at five hundred thousand uh, reward points lifetime, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you can cash in on some of that free stuff. Get some of that yeah. free swag. Get that Halo. Cash those half a million points in for that Halo Four wristband. No. Uh, <laughs> we, we, I, I brushed it. we got enough right now uh, to get uh, the 50 bucks off because we have redeemed some on some of the bigger days. And I think so we got enough now to redeem where we get $50 off our next transaction. So yeah, I've gonna... got a, I've got, I, I got an email from them the other day and I actually happened to, for some reason I went into it because it was about how many points I had. So I'm like, well, let me just go see what this says. And I can actually get like a, Twenty dollars. It's like a twenty dollar gift card or something. I forgot yeah. what this. I think off a, a, a pre-owned title, so I can go get like a twenty dollars off a pre-owned title. So I was like, well, maybe I should go take that in there and snag a few things. Yeah, um, my brother, you can either uh, print them or you can uh, actually take your phone and you can pop up. You show them on your phone and they can punch in the code. Yeah, uh, look on the phone and and they can redeem it that way also. Yeah, I need to do that. Before it expires so anyways um that's it for me so jason i know you played defiance this week or actually today i just barely got it <laughs> oh i guess it came out today so um now this i i, I if you would like if you don't mind i'd like to just kind of hand the floor over to you and uh, i know rob and i talked about this a couple weeks ago yep, where yep. this game is um it's it's the first like the game is going to be somehow tied into a TV show that's going to be running I think on the Sci-Fi Channel. And yeah, I think it's what coming out in two weeks. TV I think shows it's, yeah. two weeks out. Yeah, and I will say this: I saw a trailer for the TV show, not the game. I saw a trailer for the TV show. It was on it was on uh, on the Xbox. I actually I was poking around there the other day. And I found that trailer for it on one of the blades, and um, I watched it, and um, it was more than a trailer. It was actually, I want to say it was like seven minutes long, but uh, I don't think it really did any justice. It, I don't. I, it's not. When I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I don't need to DVR this." <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I, right there, they lost me on that thing. I don't know if you did either of you guys see that TV trailer for it. 
I've seen a couple trailers for it. They looked okay. Uh, uh, I haven't seen any of the I'll actually go check it out when we get done here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's on the dashboard somewhere. I'll I'll pull mine up and I'll see if I can point you to it. But, yeah, it's gonna be hard. I, I'm off the watch it on a uh, on demand or something after because I we between everyone in the house here we've got like four or five shows that come on Monday night during this time and the DVR can't handle anymore. Oh yeah, get yeah, a, so. get the genie man. <laughs> you need yeah. a genie or the hopper. <laughs> I went the AT and T U verse and can do four shows at one time. Genie can do but, five. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's the one more you need. <laughs> so. No, I don't think the show's gonna be, I don't know. Maybe it'll be okay, but it, it didn't, it looked, it just seemed really corny, you know. But then again, if it's like when I watched Star Trek The Next Generation, the very first episode was really corny, you know. <laughs> and, and it, Encounter it, at Farpoint. Yeah, 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 it, it, it was oh. so bad. But it's like you, you gotta let the people get into their characters and, and, you know, usually by the end of the season one, Usually it's like, okay, it's pretty decent. You know, every, the acting's better and they're into their characters better. But, you know, this, this trailer just really, they spend like 30 seconds to a minute just singing some stupid song. Um, I was just like, what is this? Um, it was just really kind of strange. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's on Monday, April 15th. Actually, I think, uh, that's when the following is on. So it's going to collide with the following. I don't know if you guys have watched that one. That's a good show with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, okay. I, I, I see the commercials. I've been wanting to try to sit down and watch that one. I'll try to get off and check it out. Is it pretty good? It's in some ways, it's almost more stressful than the uh, Walking Dead TV show. <laughs> if that's wow. possible. It's more messed up. I mean, it, it's good. Hmm. It's definitely good. Check it out. Yeah, I'll look into that one. Um, so, do you want me yeah, to go to the defiance talk now, Mark? Or are you trying to look no, up anything? No, yeah, go ahead. It's um, yeah, let's let's just run into that. All right. Um, well, like I said, um, a little bit earlier, stuck in the game. Before it even loads the actual disc, it was weird. I stuck in the disc, closed the tray, a few seconds later it pops up on the, da- well, I was sitting on the dashboard, a 4 meg update before the game disc even loaded. Thought that was kind of strange. Anyway, so it does that, loads up the game, it says hit the start button, okay, you know, select, uh, what, you know, save storage device, select the hard drive. Alright, first thing it says after that, push the A button to install. Oh boy, has a little timer and a bar down there on the bottom. And it's trying to calculate all my time because I'm running off Wi-Fi and the router is on the other side of the house. And it, it got up to say like two or three hours. I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. Cause it even says on the front that it requires 10 gigs of hard drive space and Xbox Live Gold. And, uh, anyway, but eventually, you know, a minute later it got it down to where it was, it took just right, right, right about 30 minutes for it to download the thing. And so anyway, I go in, do some stuff. Talk to my brother, come back, and it's, oh, got, you know, four or five minutes. Okay, well, I'll wait here and surf the web. And anyway, I look up, and it's done. Hit the A button again. Okay, then it brings up the user agreement, blah, blah, blah. Scroll down, read it. Okay, you know, you set the stuff. And then it brings up the thing about patch notes, and it says hit A to update. Okay. 
first one, okay, takes about takes about almost 10 minutes to download. Hit A, thought maybe, okay, it was done. Nope, another one popped up. And then another one, and another one. So there was a few updates. And uh, total overall, it took about an hour to install and up- update the game. That's insane. So... But it's it is an MMO, right? Or um... yeah, it it is an MMO, and there, as far as I know, there is no you know pass or you got to pay for a subscription or anything. It's just you pay the retail and and that's it. Um. Anyway, um. So do all that and um updates. It goes back to the main menu. Hit start to load up the game. Oh, guess what? Servers are not available. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. We're pulling an EA. So, anyway, hit the A button for it to clear off, and I try again, hit A. Okay, it loads up. Does the uh, opening cinematic stuff, story sets it up. About three, four minutes long. Um, and to be honest, right off the bat, the graphics are not the greatest thing in the world. This is another, you know, subpar game. This is not going to be no Halo gorgeous-looking game. Um, anyway, you crash on the planet, you know, I don't want to spoil too much or anyway, you load up in the area and, uh, move around a few seconds, get kicked back to main menu. The server, you know, kicked off server timed out or whatever. So I had to reload back in. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, load back in, loads up. All right. So I go and start and do my first little mission thing there. All right, that's fine. Kill a few things, get familiar with the controls, and it's uh, giving you a tutorial also. Um, anyway, play a little bit more on. Get to the first area where there's a bunch of people at a little campsite thing to refill your ammo and do all that. The game crashes because there was a lot of people there. And anyway, get kicked out, try to connect back in. Oh, I can't, can't connect to the server again. Had to try a few times. Finally got back in. Um, I've done a few missions, just the typical, you know, fetch quest. Well, not fetch, but, uh, this one's like, go kill, go over here, kill a few enemies, come back, claim your reward, you know, loot. Um, I did, however, I guess do the first little kind of boss thing, and it didn't ask to, like, join a group or do anything, but a bunch of us went over there. I guess we were all trying to do it, and the boss, it activated a cinematic when I went over there. And we all just started firing on this boss, and it gave me credit for uh, doing this quest. And it gave me XP and loot and go back and claim it. And uh, I just got to where I unlocked. I got a little vehicle, and I'm just barely getting to the point where I'm trying to um, understand the, the menu, uh, how the menus work on the, between looking at the map and then the in-game menu with going through all your different slots, your inventory, your stats, because uh, there's a couple things that aren't clear about where to get to certain things I'm trying to figure out still. Um, but overall, so far, the game, visually not impressive. Gameplay uh, has been laggy, I will say that. Like, I'll stand over an album and it says hold X to pick it up, and uh, it'll take me about three or four tries of hitting holding X for it to finally detect where my character kneels down and picks up the item. So that's been a, kind of an issue, along with the getting kicked off randomly. Um but it's a, like the Star Wars, Warcraft, you know, third person behind, looking behind your character, uh, shooter game. Uh, it's kind of feels like gear somewhat, but, uh, a lot, not as great on the controls, uh, feel of it. It's, 
I'm going to need to give it more time because, like I said, I've only spent about 30, 40 minutes plus on it. And uh, it's just one of those things I'm going to have to give it more time to really give a full judgment on. But uh, the first impression is not impressive, to be honest, right now so far. It uh, definitely feels like a, more of a medium budget title game than, than uh, you know, a AAA game. Uh, were you going to say anything, or y'all need to y'all want to ask anything? Are you when you said you there was a bunch of people there? Are they NPCs or are they actually other players um, in the game? It, it was actually other players. If I uh, did my crosshair over them, it would it would tell their name and everything. So it was actually players, but there is some NPCs there. Uh, who you interact with on the thing, but uh, yeah, there's real players that are actually around you shooting enemies and doing stuff. Also, that that is nice that it's actually real people and not like ghosts or you know them just showing that on the map they're like, but they're on their own game. It's everyone playing together. Because there was a few times I was going to try to shoot an enemy and someone else would come steal steal the kill from me. So is there like, are you seeing like? Yeah, someone else stealing your kill, someone stealing the loot. Are you, I mean, I guess my concern about an MMO is, you know, you're going to run into a lot of griefing. And can can people, can other players kill you? Can um, you shoot other, care, other players? Or is that not a, allowed? There's actually an option uh, in the menu thing to where you can either play co-op or competitively. And it starts you out on co-op. Uh, so it gives you the option to choose. So I just left it on co-op because I don't want some person, you know, coming up and killing me like that. So that's nice that you can't do that. And as far as I can tell on the money thing, I think because like when we killed that boss area, I still gathered loot. People were going over where the loot was, the enemies we killed along with the boss, but it wasn't disappearing. So I went and grabbed it and it, then that's what it would disappear. So I'm maybe thinking on the co-op that it's actually, it shares to everyone, you know. Okay, that'll be interesting to... I think it'll be interesting to see more on this and find out how it's going to work. Um, and then, you know, as long as you're not can't be killed by all the other players, then it might be kind of cool. But, yeah, uh, like I said, uh, Elite E-Dog 420 from, you know, Achievement Hounds and Mojo Red. And I just saw a little bit ago um, that was it, uh, Jesus Walks a Lot posted that said he got the game also on the Facebook group, so I need to hit them up and we need to I need to try to see if we can get a group and test that out, see how that works. Uh because like I said, uh there is some co op achievements. So I definitely uh gonna need some people to uh hit me up and play this so we can try to knock out some achievements also. You got any questions, Rob, or anything? No sir. <laughs> Um, I know they did say I'd heard or read or maybe it's another podcast I listened to. They said about that this is going to be tied to the, with the show about where decisions in the game are going to affect the show or vice versa or something. Have you read much or looked into this wing? Yeah, we talked about that a week or two ago right here yeah. on this okay. very podcast. <laughs> okay, maybe I, I listen to like five podcasts. So like I, know. I know. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, how it actually works. But I'm sure it's all pretty much scripted already. I, I think the whole whatever happens the game happens in the TV show. Mm, I'm not buying into it because the the video game is still scripted. It's still even though it's an MMO, you're still doing objectives. It's just you're 
the only it's still like a campaign, but it's with a whole bunch of other people, right? On your same path, right? So, yeah, and see, I was saying even with the show, if they said it's going to affect the show, you know, they've already done, they've had to do production ahead, you know, two, three, four months ahead of time. There's right. no way. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm. Well, we read too that it's like it'll be like in the second season of the show. Somehow, whatever plays out in the game now, for the next, you know, whatever six months, that will come into play somehow in the 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 next season of the show. But like, I think I was reading somewhere, um, there might be players that are in the game, or players that die off in the show that may appear in the game um, or vice versa or characters that come and go, but you'll see them on both sides. You know, I, I, I just, you know, I, I, that's more of what it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be anything like major, like, Oh wow. So all these people online went and did this. So that's what altered the storyline in the TV show. No, it's going to be written and scripted as they want it to be. Not, it's not going to be driven by what a bunch of griefers are doing online. <laughs> so I, I think they're playing that part up a bit too much. So, but the, I guess the neat thing is there's a TV show that just came out, a new franchise, and hey, guess what? You can go play the game and play in that same world. So, yeah. I guess that's kind of the neat part about it. So. Yeah, Mojo sent me a message today telling me I should pick this game up. He said, get it on your Gamefly um, because he thinks I'd like it. Um, I actually do have it on my Gamefly, but I got uh, two games out right now. So it probably will be a while before I get it, but it's on there. So. Yeah, definitely definitely hit me up, even if I um, – I just got to go work a couple hours in the morning, but I'm going to be home the rest of the day tomorrow. Like It's supposed to rain here all day tomorrow, so I'm probably going to be inside mostly all day sit down and give that game a, ch- you know, a chance to see how it plays out after a few hours, if I'm really going to stick with it or not. Sorry about that. Droid. So, <laughs> all right. Um, anything else, Rob? No, sir. Okay. Well, Jason, uh, if you, you know, as you play through it, and anybody else in the community wants to talk about it, there is a lot of discussion on this game in our Facebook group. Um, there's actually 37 comments right now on this thread. There's something out here, Jason, I don't know if you saw, about 120 ArcFall codes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Some, one, somebody in the community posted a link here um, to a bunch of ArcFall codes and where they were found. So, and I saw something on the Defiance website that you can enter an ArcFall code. So I don't know if it gives you stuff in the game, if you put those codes in or whatnot. Yeah, I'll check it out here. So, so, but yeah, if you guys, you know, there are discussions. Um, I also want to say, I know somebody made a comment a while back. I think it was Kyle made a comment apologize if it was someone else, that our, our Facebook group is a little lacking, that only a few people are communicating in there. I've seen it since we've talked about it. I've seen it, it drastically improve. Lots of new people are joining. Lots of people are actually having discussions. You know, I'm seeing 30 and 40 comments on a, on a topic. 
Um, it, it's cool. It, it, I'm glad to see a lot of our community, you know, starting to interact with each other out there. On a, you know, it's a forum that's real easy to do. Um, and just in case you're wondering, I know Mr. Brun created a, this Xbox Life group on Google+. Plus. Um, we're not officially going to support that. <laughs> we're not posting in multiple places. It's just... You know, it's it's easy. Every you know, everybody's on Facebook, even though we all hate Facebook. But everybody's there, and it's easy to use, and we're established. So you're more than welcome to join that one on Google Plus if you wish. But uh, this will be the official one, uh, and nothing against Brun or anything. I just don't want to double post and try to follow stuff in multiple places. So <laughs> yeah, you're you're not a good multitasker. I'm not. I'm not. So. Hey, I'm trying to talk and scroll up and down the Facebook page at the same time and having problems. Whoa. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, we into our community. We got one thing I wanted to bring up that I saw out there. Uh, again, if you want to join our community, um, look for us on Facebook. This Xbox Life is the name of the group, all one word. You can email us contact at thisxboxlife.com. Follow us on Twitter. Or go to our website and use our voicemail app if you want to get your voice in the show, ask us a question or anything. But uh, Rob posted, not not this Rob, a different Rob. Uh, we had a Rob posted in our group, said, spent a big chunk of Easter break playing Hitman Absolution after downloading it cheap on Xbox Digital, whatever it is called. The game crashed last night when I went to play it tonight. No save game. In fact, it tried to tell me that I had never played the game before. I love the game, really do, but the thought of having to go through again right now does not appeal to me. I did handle it quite well, though. I have quite the potty mouth at times, but I just went outside and cooled off. Got me thinking, what is the worst save file loss you can remember? I remember, other than the most recent one, losing my Knights of the Old Republic 1 or 2 save file. Well, didn't lose it, but after leaving the ship and coming back to it after a mission, there was a robot driving my ship, which was a bug, and whenever I traveled to my next story mission, the game crashed. 20 hours of gaming lost. I wasn't in the habit of saving multiple games at the time. Most games today, you can't do that. Bad memories. On the plus, Pinball FX2 never crashes on me, so off to Mars I go. <laughs> they went to play some pinball. Um, I Now, I know of someone else personally that had the problem with Hitman Absolution. And they, they were dealing, they saved everything to a USB thumb drive. Like, as a backup, they kept backing up to it constantly. Now, I went through the game and never had a problem. Um, and I, So Rob's only the second person I've heard have this issue. But I do know that it is an issue with the game. Um, so, and that stinks. Um, I don't, I don't know if I ever lost anything. I had the fear of that once with my Borderlands recently. Um, but that was something on the other end that got quickly resolved. And did we lose Rob? No. Okay, it just... Oh, that's... Never mind. It just showed you he was popping online with Skype. Um, but... Um, oh, it did? Okay. Yeah, but that's, I know that's your other account. Yeah. Your your fake one or your real one or the stupid Microsoft merger garbage. Yeah, they went and messed everything up. Yeah, I see you too. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the... My MSN one. Yeah. Um... I do know, like, uh, I think one of the worst ones I've ever heard of was Far Cry 2. You get, like, 72% into the game, and then it would, bloop. You, you get that kind of lost file save corruption. Um, and the only way to resolve that was to replay the whole game. So, 
But uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever run into something like that? Uh, no, not like that. I mean, I played uh, Knights of the Old Republic one and one and two on the original Xbox, and never had no problem. I don't know if he was talking about PC or or uh, there or what. Um, no, but for any game, have you ever have you guys ever run into like you put all this time in? And the only thing I can think of that would be along this line was XCOM UFO Defense where I played the entire game and I got to where I take my guys to Mars and the game crashed. You know, I load it back up. I'm at the point before going to Mars. I'd get, yep, let's go to Mars. Game would crash. It's just, so I went through the entire game. I'm at the end, right at the end where you go and, you know, to win the game and I can't complete it. Never did finish the original XCOM. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. So, which is, and I'll say it, it made me think because, uh, now obviously we didn't go to Mars in the new XCOM game. They went, you went to somewhere else, but I still thought about it before I went there. I'm like, man, this better not crash. <laughs> I was, I was a little concerned, you know, how, how much, or how, how are they going to keep to the original, you know, how, how far will they keep it so that you crash when you go to that last part? You know, so that was frustrating because I loved XCOM. And the new game is fantastic, by the way. If you haven't played the new remake of XCOM UFO, uh, what's it called? XCOM oh. Enemy Unknown? Yeah, um, no, that's it. You gotta play it. It's a fantastic game, but. Yeah, after you finish, uh, Bioshock Infinite, go play that. Yeah. Well, I got it sitting on the shelf over here, sealed still. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic, dude. Ah. <laughs> uh. That reminds me, speaking of that and everything, I just want to give an update. I know I had posted a couple weeks ago, I was going to uh, be posting the video on picks up uh, for uh, my game collection. Um, we uh, ran into an issue a couple weeks ago, didn't have all the equipment. Uh, the biggest thing was being his, micro, his, his, his uh, microphone that would have been wireless that he needed. Uh, and then this past weekend, we we're going to do it. But my brother was sick, so he wasn't up to doing it. And I'm waiting to get back with my buddy, hopefully tomorrow, to find out if we are going to be good to go this weekend, finally, to finally show off this whole massive room I'm in uh, full of games. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. So, guys, you're going to want to check this out because if your spouse gives you, I should say guys, guys and gals who are gamers, if your spouse complains about your gaming habits and how much money you spend on it, show them this video once Jason has it up and you'll say, no, this is a guy with a with a problem. <laughs> so it'll make you look real good. <laughs> yeah, I uh, well, well, he doesn't have a problem. <laughs> it just, no, just makes you look good. He doesn't have a problem, no. Yeah. <laughs> but you can use that against, you know, exactly. to, to further your cause. You can, you know, make Jason look bad. You know, to your spouse, because Jason yes. won't mind if it gets you on more games and more online. And hey, maybe you'll play with him. And you know, he's all. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I'm always up for uh, retro gaming and talking with people about retro games. Because I, I mean, I love the current stuff, but I, you know, my brother and I are huge retro gamers, big time. And uh, I love talking about the classics. And heck, I've had people tell me everything that uh, uh, I should charge for. Uh, have given tours of the room. <laughs> it's like a museum. <laughs> yeah. So, and speaking of that, everything we just broke the the four thousand five hundred mark uh, this past weekend. We went to uh, a big retro game store here in Houston, and uh, 
we bought a uh, quite a big quite a few games and it got us over four thousand five hundred. So that's people want to know how many exactly that is. Though that's what in oh and Anthony that may reminded me uh, from a week or two ago you had you know, were talking about my collection or whatever and you had said something about the three sixty we're fixing to hit six hundred games on it probably at the end of the month here. Uh and that is not counting duplicates. So you had mentioned something about you thought maybe some of that was counting like two copies of a game. No, that is not counting. So you probably have you have six hundred games, but you really have twelve hundred copies. <laughs> but yeah, we or don't something have like copies. that, right? Yeah, yeah, you, it's probably like you know, eight hundred or so. Yeah, because you 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 buy a copy and your brother buys a copy a lot. So, but uh, just single titles, wow, six hundred is a lot, dude. Yeah, and that's not uh, that that. I've only got like Superman Returns and maybe a couple other movie based games. I don't buy all that junk normally. Uh, so that's not including all those real crappy games that the Cheetah Hounds play. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm doing pretty good. I got my biggest game collection I've ever had and I think I'm sitting at about a hundred Xbox titles. So well, you can check your box. Yeah, you can show you watch your, uh, uh, my 600 and tell her, look, it's not so bad. Yeah, I'll take a video of my shelf going, look how big this shelf is, and then and then you'll post the next day. Here's a real collection. <laughs> yeah, you've got like one shelf. I've got like a, a I've, I've only shelf. got one shelf, but in my defense, that one shelf is almost full. I've got to pull. If I put anything else on there, I'm going to have to pull the three PS3 games off of there, find another home for them to put another Xbox game on that shelf. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a, I've got over one, yeah, I've got over one shelf and a half of Xbox 360 games alone. <laughs> no. All right. Well, anyways, back to Rob's quick question. Um, so, did you guys ever run into any kind of save file issues or run across a game crash on you after all many so many hours and you lost everything? I've really been thinking, and I can't think of a major issue I've ever had with anything. What about you, Rob? I had something with Arkham City. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I, I know it was crashing. Um, other than that, not too much on the 360. Well, yeah, there, there's been stuff on the PC. There was. Oh well, yeah, that's PC though. <laughs> there was a brutal one where I forgot what game it was, but uh, I, I don't even know how many hours into it I was. Probably at least like 10, 20. It was something like maybe Command and Conquer. And what happened was they released an update, and if you read the release notes, you saw to back up your save files. <laughs> Otherwise, they would be wiped or something like that. And, of course, notes. yeah, of course, I applied them, and I lost all my progress. And I think at that point, I never continued. That's a good way for a company to, you know... Kiss a customer goodbye. Oh yeah, I mean, at, at some point you're not just—you're absolutely not going to go through everything from the beginning again. I almost quit on Dead Island um, yeah. because um, I was about about halfway through the game. Probably, uh, I probably had eight hours into that game, and I went to help Comrade. She was like at the very end, so I jumped into her game because it's you know it's four player co op, right? Jumped into her game to help her, defeated the boss, jumped out. When I go back into my game, it put me not where I left off, but it put me at the very end chapter. I couldn't get back, so I had to replay the entire game over again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was really ticked off, dude. I was just, 
so mad about that because I mean, in in today's world where you're you you know you've got all these hot pop in pop out you know co-op games, you're used to just jumping in and helping somebody out, and you know it's like and I was so mad. I'm like, dude, you messed up my when I go out and into someone else's game, it should not overwrite my save file. You know, the only thing that should be coming across is XP or weapons or money I pick up, but not the level that I'm on. And okay. and it jacked it up bad. Uh, there was someone else with me um, who went in to help Comrade, and same thing happened to them. When we both got out, we were both – so we ended up doing it and running through it again, but I can't remember who it was who was with me. Um but yeah, that pretty much made me not want to ever play a co-op game with Comrade again. <laughs> but I still do. I still still join her for co-op games on occasion. So, in fact, her and I just went through one recently, and I uh, we did Dead Space three together. So, um, but no, it's uh, that one was very irritating, and I, I feel sorry for him because you know that that stinks, man. It's like you you go to have fun with these and you invest, you know, and sometimes it's like you know you're throwing a controller or something around, and your wife's looking at you like, dude, grow up, you know. <laughs> but what they don't understand is like you've invested money, you're investing a lot of time, you're having a great time, and then all of a sudden, you know, bam, it's all wasted. It's all lost. And then playing it a second time is not fun if they, you know, because the whole time you're just paranoid it's going to happen again, you know. And you were all excited. Yeah, this game's going great. And all of a sudden, boo, who wants to start over and go through everything you just saw? So that's what they need to fix in, in the next Xbox, the next, the next generation of gaming. No more glitches. <laughs> no more glitched achievements. No more glitch save files. You know, no more glitching when you jump back and forth between games. Don't put a feature in there and then make it break it. So that's that's what I say. But all right, um, let's jump in. The last thing here, new retail. We already talked about it this week. Defiance came out today, as a matter of fact, since we're recording late this week um, due to the Easter holiday. Um, so uh, Defiance came out today, and that is all for retail this week. Should, there's uh, a little bit more. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Retail? So, yeah. For most... Xbox? Yeah. Fine, whatever. Go ahead. Okay. Tell me All right, I'm so, wrong. <laughs> so April 2nd, there's Defiance. Uh, April 2nd, there's also Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. And uh, there's a couple of arcade titles. They're not retail. As well. Yeah, there's a couple of arcade titles. I'm Double sure. Dragon 2, Wander of the Dragons. Yeah. Surprise GameStop did not list. All they listed today was Defiance. Yeah, if uh, you look at the other link. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. The, the game the GameStop one is, is kind of... It's really weird. You click on 360 and you like see nothing or you see one thing, but it shows you more than that in a list. It's really weird. Okay. And then uh, Borderlands 2 Ultimate Vault Hunter Upgrade Pack that released today. Well, then the Capcom Arcade Cabinet Game Pack Number Four comes out tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of that, also well, before we forget, yeah, uh, there you know there is a sale on Xbox Live. On some stuff on down arcade games. 
And um, the one that started is, uh, today, right? Yes, it did. And I'm actually going to be popping down some money tomorrow because uh, there's uh, some of the tables for Pinball FX2 are on sale. And I haven't purchased any of the extra tables. So I may be throwing some money down on this finally. Um, and then uh, there's Mark of the Ninja and Deadlight. Uh, and another That's one, good. Uh, my brother bought Wrath, uh, Deadlight and is going to be playing that tomorrow probably. And he had bought the, uh, Wrath of the Ninja and he, he was playing that just a little while ago, watching him playing it. So, uh, that, there's some good games on that list. Uh, that Retro City Rampage that came out like in December is half off right now for gold members only. So I'll be picking that up. Uh, and there's some other games. Uh, it, it's on, our favorite person in the world, MajorNelsons.com blog. Anything else? The the only thing I'm trying to find out if this was a April Fool's joke or not. I I'm I thought it was because I initially saw it on April first, but here's a story um, dated today that Telltale Games is making a Poker Night two. Yeah, I saw something about that. I didn't know if that was legit or not also. Um, according to VG247, their article states, despite the suspicious timing, it seems Telltale isn't kidding. It secretly produced a sequel to 2010's Poker Night at the Inventory, uh, starring Claptrap from Borderlands, Ash Williams from Army of Darkness, Brock Sampson from The Venture Brothers, Sam from Sam and Max, and even Portal's Gladys. Telltale's Games Poker Night 2 is headed to Mac, PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360 via digital distribution with more platforms to be announced. And it'll be available at the end of this month. By playing poker with your four virtual buddies, you'll be able to unlock exclusive customization items for Borderlands 2 and Team Fortress 2, as well as PS3 themes and Xbox Live avatar items. Wow, I when I saw this yesterday, I was like, oh, I, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because I was first reading, I was like, oh, that's cool, man. That'd be, a, oh, wait a minute, it's April first. I didn't, I like, I didn't believe any story I read yesterday, but now this one's a story today, and they're saying that it's actually legit. <laughs> so, poke, poker night two, fishing plays claptrap. Cool. So. Why would they make a game announcement on the 1st of April? That's just stupid. Yeah. Watch this. I still think this is going to turn out to be fake. But (laughs) we'll see. So, anyways, anything else, Rob? Anything else releasing? Nothing worth mentioning. On your special super secret link? (laughs) It's not so secret anymore. All right. Well, that's it for the show this week. Uh, the short show. Yeah, the short show that still took an hour. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes, uh, please rate us five stars just because we're so awesome. Okay, four for us and then give an extra one for Jason. So it still gives us five. Um, <laughs> uh, again, if you want, stick around. Jason and I are going to discuss probably in a, in a short amount of time. It won't be long, but we'll do a short discussion on a spoiler cast for Bioshock Infinite um, right after we sign out here. So don't go away if you want to hear that. Uh, With that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off.
I'm Rob, also known as Prusar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all uh, in a little bit for the spoiler cast and next week. And I'm Jason, a.k.a. Democulus. Good night and good game. All right, everybody. All right. Welcome to the Bioshock Infinite spoiler cast. And, hey, we're running without a script. I mean, normally when I do these things, I've got some questions, some things, kind of some flow that we're going to talk about. Nope. Jason, Jason, I, we weren't even planning this. Jason gets on and says, hey, let's do a spoiler cast. I said, hey, why not? Because that's just the way we roll. So this ought to be weird, but it should still be fun because it's just going to be two guys talking, and we kicked Rob out since he hasn't finished the game. So, But uh, Jason, so you got um, Bioshock this week, and you played through it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I got my Ultimate Songbird edition. Let's get that right. The oh, big... yeah, the Songbird, yeah. Does it does it sing? No. I, I, I was just curious because, I mean, you know, that's what the whole point of this thing is. That thing, man, whenever I heard that thing squawk, man, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm in for some hurt. <laughs> I haven't really pulled out and messed with it fully, to be honest. I just left it in the, in the package and just pulled the game out. Um, well, <clears throat> First off, I like we loaded the game and it basically started up like the original Bioshock. Yes, I loved that. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, kind of set up the mode, did the same thing, and then it was cool when you go in, up top into the tower there, and then you go sit down in the chair, and he starts freaking out because it locks him in place and it shoots him up in the sky, and it's pretty cool. You looking out, able to just look out the view of the door there, and it just goes up into the sky, and you see the city, and it's just like. Kind of has that feel like when they were in Rapture down at the bottom of the sea there on the first, on the original. I remembered. I w- there was. Uh, I got to say this real quick that I loved. I don't know if you caught it, but I caught it today. Um, it was the best line in the game, in my opinion. When you spent like eight hours or whatever, eight to ten hours in this game, up in the sky, up in a city that floats magically floats. And moves, mind you. The buildings actually are moving around, too. Um, and, and then as you get near the end of the game, and you end up down in Rapture. Yes. Which I thought was cool. But the, the line, my favorite line, was he's looking out the window and he goes, A city? A whole city built under the water? Well, that's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, like a city floating in the sky isn't, you know? <laughs> But you know, the whole comment, I'm like, that's just stupid. Um, I loved it. I'm like, that is awesome. And, it, and I was like all excited because I was back in Rapture. You know, it was so cool to be down there and, and to see, you know, that the city and, you know, it, it in the way it looked. And it actually kind of made me want to play the first game. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that ever since before the, the uh, Infinite came out here. Um, I've actually been thinking about going about Bioshock because I've only got a few achievements left in the game. I needed to clean up, and he had uh, cleaning up in that game. And uh, yeah, getting the end there and going into Rapture, it's like man, that really motivated me wanting to play it again to see if I still can play it again and have the fondness, the good memories I have of that game, and if it would still hold up. I think it would. It was such a fantastic game. But anyways, I just I was thinking earlier. I was like, what was that line? That, what was that line I, I heard today? And that's that's what it was. Um, the other thing I, I liked also was just, uh, like you said, how at the beginning there, when you're walking, going through the city, the first little bit of the game there, and like how certain sections of the city will come in and, and 
down and have to attach to the landscape there to be able to get some. There's a building at the beginning that does that. Mm. Thought that was cool. That uh, you could go in and when after it lands, you could go in the building stuff, everything. And uh, there were some really good moments of, of when you're getting good views of the city, and you're just like, wow, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. It, it was the visuals. It was a really nice looking game. Um, it, it played well. I think the if I had to complain about anything was that you had to push the right stick in to get your iron sights or to zoom in yeah. with your your <laughs> weapon. I hated that, dude. I don't know how many times I launched one of my um, well, what are they called? Like your little special ability. Uh, uh, Vigors. Vigors. Yeah, I like because I'm trying to. I'm like, you know, I'm instinctively left triggering, trying to look down my scope or my sights, and here I'm launching a, you know, a, a possession attack or something. And I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm out of salts, and I'm like, oh, doggone it! I wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to scope in. So I, 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 I just had to get out of the whole mindset of don't use that. Just you know, and you don't really need it either. You don't really need to, except for the sniper rifle. Um, and even then, I killed a bunch of guys without scoping. You know. Yeah, so. uh, I did the same thing. I kept having that left trigger out of habit. Iron sights, and yeah, I played most of the game just shooting from the hip. I didn't even do that iron sight thing. I was like you, it just it felt more comfortable to just fire and not have to do all that extra zooming in. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a real good the. The story, it just got better and better. As things started getting revealed more in the story, it was very interesting. And then the first thing with Elizabeth, when you're in in that room or uh, observing her and seeing the cool, finding out, you know, figure out what she can do and everything. And then when you go and get her and you're going out and she, like, is all mad, you know, because she's barely found out that people have been watching her the whole time. And she was, like, very angry about it. Did you enjoy that? Her seeing her kind of express her opinions and getting mad? When yeah. Yeah, it was neat to watch her character development. Um, and just kind of seeing her, you know, kind of being frightened and intimidated. And, you know, when you killed the guy the first time, she's just like kind of shocked by it. And by the end of it, she's, you know, here, here's some more weapons to blow them up. You know what <laughs> it's like? Um, and what I thought was also neat is as the game progressed, what I'm glad is you didn't have to keep her alive. Yes. I'm so That's thankful fun. that they didn't do some kind of, well, keep them alive, or, oh, Elizabeth died, so you got to start over mechanic. You know, she just, she would always hide, and she kept herself hidden, but still helped you in combat by giving you health or salts or uh, weapon, you know, ammo and stuff like that. So, um, and it wasn't all the time, which still gave it a challenge you know, you could never go in and hope, oh, well, my health will get low, she'll throw me health, because that very rarely happened. Uh, on occasion, she would throw you one, but it wasn't anything you could depend on. So it was a nice way that they did that. She, You know, you didn't have to worry about her dying. But you could see that she was still taking some fire and some damage because, you know, her, her clothes would get tattered and ripped. And you could, you know, as the story progressed, you could see, like, you know, She's not all pristine and clean like she was when it started. You know, right. she's you know, it, there was not it's not a lot. It's not like a Tomb Raider or a Croft type of deal, but it was still nice to show that type of detail um, as it went along. So, but yeah, she's she was a good character, um, and I liked 
the character that I played, because you really don't know, you know, you're just in it. You don't really know who you are. You don't know anything about your character. There's a lot of flashback or what you, what you perceive to be flashbacks. And, and it turns out to be this, the whole story is like, there's all these alternate parallel universes. So it's like your character actually exists like millions of times over you know, going through its own life in its own little universe. And, you know, not all of them are going to play out exactly the same. So it kind of reminded me of the TV show Lost. Yes. Um, you know, with these different universes and stuff. and um, But uh, done a much better way. But I think really the only thing I think there is to discuss for us um, – really is kind of the whole ending of the game. Um, because I really think the game itself plays out, I think, pretty much as you would expect. I was surprised by how racist this game yeah. was. Um, and I actually was kind of uncomfortable. Um, it, 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 it's just, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a racist person. And, I didn't like all the very racist tones in this game. This game was very much um, that this world was all about white people um, and everybody else was bad, plain and simple. That's just the way the game portrayed everybody. Um, and all the comments that are made just, wow, I, I just <laughs> did not like it. Um, and, and, and then the odd thing is, is, you know, you get to the end. Now, I, we talked about this earlier. One of the things I kind of thought actually came true where I found out that I was actually Elizabeth's father, uh, or the character you play, and her name was really, um, I think it was Ashley or Anna or something like that. Yeah. Anna, was it Anna? Because the initials... Uh, A.D. on his hand uh, actually were her initials. Yeah, it was Anna. Anna DeWitt, right? Yeah, Anna DeWitt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so that's, it turns out that that's what that was. Um, and so that threw me, you know, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then you, you see, like, the whole ending was just amazing. Um, how that whole wrapped up, it was just like, oh, wow. And um, you see how she lost her finger and, you know, what the true story was. And then, but what, then it, then it kept going. You think, okay, this is, you know, they, they took her, they took your daughter from you, this, this prophet dude, but yet the prophet dude turns out to be you. Yeah. <laughs> so still- it's like you're stealing your baby from yourself, but it's cause they crossed over, which kind of reminds me of the, uh, Fringe, the TV show Fringe. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these, alternate universes and actually that's a better that's a better uh comparison than lost because fringe they had multiple universes and in there actually the 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 old guy the doctor walter crossed over to because he lost his son from a i think it was a disease or something and he because he was trying to to save him and he couldn't and then he was you know figured out a way to cross into a parallel universe and basically was trying to save his son on the other universe. 
and uh, ended up bringing him back, <laughs> essentially kidnapping him to live in this other thing. But so in a way, it's kind of what this was, was it was the same guy. I mean, he didn't look anything like himself, but he came across and basically took his daughter from him, you know, himself. Um, and then you end up and then, you know, so the whole part where, you know, when you start the game, you have to be baptized. And I, and I didn't realize this to get in the city, you had to be baptized. And in the very beginning of the game, the guy that baptizes you says, one man goes under the water and another man comes out of the water. So that kind of, and I didn't catch that until I went back after the game and then I was playing it to do some cleanup stuff. And I was like, Hey, wait a minute. You know, that makes sense because at the end of the game, you're standing again in front of this preacher to be baptized and you decide like what is it you decided not to do it at one point and then all yeah. of a sudden you see all these other elizabeths all around you and and and, and so you kind of dawns on you what's going on and they they're trying to tell you that you know essentially you are the prophet you are uh Comstock and you know, um, so it was like he had to like by not being baptized, he essentially killed the Comstock character. Yeah, that's right. Pretty when, much. Is that what? Isn't that? I mean, that's kind of the way I take it. Is like he kind of essentially killed himself. Yeah, that's pretty much what I gathered. Also, with with the whole ordeal, it's uh. That ending was definitely mind blowing, and, and and I've been still, I've still even been thinking about it since I beat it Saturday night. It's just been in my mind constantly, just trying to process all of it. <laughs> it's like, are we even right? You know, it's like it's it's one of these endings that it was a fantastic ending. Yeah, you know, I don't and, feel like it wasn't one of these. Well, you figure it out. You know, they did everything, but it was one of those that you really had to think about it, and it's like, wait a minute. Okay, I thought I was understand. Okay, get I get it. Oh, okay, this was my daughter, and I still hadn't made the connection that I was I stole my own daughter type of thing. That you know, and then all of a sudden at the end, it's like, oh wait a minute, it's all you know, it's starting to play. Wait, that is me. This your character you're playing actually is the you know Comstock and and Booker Dewitt are the same guy. You know. So it's like, wait a minute, how could they be the same guy? So you're, you're trying to think, you're trying to think, how could they be that way? How could you kill, how could the one kill himself off? But then it's like, okay, wait, you got all these parallel worlds. They're jumping through tears in time. So, and then those other two characters, the freaking twin scientist people, you know, and it's always like, you know, they even said something about why does he keep saying, where am I? He should be asking, when am I? Because, yeah. and that's that's the thing that's like trying to us, you know, like you and I trying to wrap our head around this. Well, how could you kill yourself off? But it's 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 not because of where they are. It's not where the characters were. It's when the characters were. They were in a different time zone or time line, if you will. So they jumped into this different one where they're both standing facing each other, and you know that's how. And then once they once he took them out, then all the other Elizabeths disappeared, you know. And um, so, yeah, it was kind of uh, it's just you're sitting there going, "Wow!" I mean, that was some pretty amazing story writing. <laughs> Which now that I think about it, they really kind of took the story from. You look at look at other like TV show like Fringe, which has been on for what seven eight years. Um, mm-hmm. 
they really kind of probably stole the whole storyline kind of concept right off of that TV show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a um, big thing that uh, stood out to me. Like I said, what the, the blue line the end was with them going through all those different, when they go out the door and they show all those other lighthouse things in the parallel, I just, I mean, that just blew my like where basically I wonder if they're like teasing for future things where they, could have all these infinite possibilities of different worlds they could go to that maybe think they could still figure out something for another bottle shot game. Uh, but then it was cool when you go through that first door and you end up in Rapture. I'm like, yeah, he said a line and it was just cool going back. It's like, okay, it's time in the first one. And I wonder if they could, ex- I kind of wanted to expand on that more in which I'm hoping that got me thinking about the uh, DLC coming out of the season pass, which I actually got because, they had a promo. If you bought the game and the guide um, and the season pass together, you got $20 back. So essentially made the season pass for free. So I, I'm getting the uh, – that was my first season pass I ever bought for a game. And I, I, I wonder I, what they would do. And, and see, that's what I think. I'm wondering what, they, what they're going to do for this season pass. They said it's supposed to be three packs. And so I'm wondering if it – I mean, we know it's going to be story-related because there's no multiplayer in the game. And I hope they don't do it. I mean, I was one of the few odd people in the world that actually liked the Bioshock 2 multiplayer, and I did all that stuff legit. I uh, just I just wonder how they could continue the story. It's, it's like, like it, yeah, com- it seemed like it completely wrapped up. Yeah. So uh, I was very satisfied with it, but at the same time, I, it just had me thinking with all those infinite possibilities of the different worlds of what they can do with that exactly. It's what makes me think of what they have got planned for the future for the game. Yeah. Well, the it's, deal. it's cool that it's storyline based because that's what they should have done with Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. That is ridiculous with Tomb Raider. It does DLC multiplayer. That game needs story DLC, not no multiplayer. Yeah, now when left it open, you could see where the DLC could take you, but... Yeah. Um, Bioshock Infinite, I'm like, um, unless they threw in something, well, you did, turns out you didn't really take out the right guy because he exists in all these other millions of worlds and you gotta, but that would just be kind of stupid because it's like you'd never get them. You'd never be able to wrap that storyline up if they said you had to do something like that. So, and you already saw the effects of taking him out. All those other Elizabeths disappeared. Right. So it's like they never existed. So, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I, I know we had talked and I posted on Facebook, you know, saying Tomb Raider was my game of the year, but I was still kind of heading back in my mind wondering Bioshock uh, is and I Bioshock with that ending and the way I felt so good about it after completing that game. I mean, that I will say that game is my game of the year so far right now because I enjoyed that game and the story so much. Everything, all those audio logs, I played them when, when I got them and stuff really got a lot of the backstory and it's. Still trying to hard to process all of it. Yeah, I still got to find all those, and um, those are those were good. I enjoyed them. I loved how, dude. I just chuckled at all the little video clips. Those little, um, yeah. uh, oh, I've already forgot what they're called. But the Vox phones, um, those those are always good too. Like, it's interesting to hear those. They they've done uh, the Bioshock team has just done an amazing job with those. Um, they make them interesting. It's like you can kind of, you know, follow along what's going on. It gives you some back history. It's it's not it doesn't feel like it's just tagged on, you know. It it's definitely an integral part of the story. Because even like when you're at the end of the game and you're picking up stuff from Elizabeth, some of the stuff she's saying it's just like, 
this is not her. You know, this is not the character that you have been with. You know, what what is going on? You know, and and then you get to the end and it's like, man, she's like 90 years old. And, you know, yeah. she's it's it's like like her mother or something, which you thought you killed earlier. You know, I don't know. There, there's so many things. It's just like, man, maybe I don't understand the story. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know <laughs> if I get it, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, uh, I would definitely love to get some type of feedback from the community, even though I know we have to be real careful about posting on Facebook. We have to put some kind of spoiler thing and be able to skip down, but I would love to get a thread going on this for people explaining their view of the ending and if it there matches up with ours or they see it differently, which, you know, I'm open for that, seeing another person's view, because sometimes they may see or recognize or think something different that you didn't think of, and I would definitely love to get people's opinions on this. Yeah, it's one of those games I think it could definitely range um, on theory and, um, you know, but I don't know. Then again, it seems kind of, you know, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of difference, but I think I could see some different viewpoints because it's one of those that does wrap it up, yet it still kind of leaves it open for interpretation. You're still kind of sitting there going, huh? Um, but yet you feel like there was closure. So it was an, uh, an excellent way to, to wrap it up. Um I don't think, as much as I enjoyed it, and I couldn't pull myself away from it to play Army of Two, which I, I might get to, I might start that tonight, but uh, depending on when we wrap up and I get the show out, but um, it was, it's still not my game of the year. I, Tomb Raider, I, I just had just a ridiculous amount of fun with Tomb Raider, but this is definitely number two for the year so far. Uh, fantastic in every way. So, I uh, highly recommend the game if you haven't played it. If you haven't played the first one, you should play the first one, because the first one was fantastic. Um, I'd say you could skip the second game. Uh, yeah. it's, it was done by a different group of people. Um, yeah. You really, really the only ones you need are Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Those are really the only two you need to play. The second one was okay, but the story really was lacking, and you could tell it wasn't done by the same guy. Um, we're, we're the first and the third one, if you will. Uh, we're just seriously, you know, in, intertwined. And even when you go back in the, in the end of the third game here, you go back, you end up back in Rapture. You're, you're in the first game. You know, they, they worked that back in. And so, uh, very, uh, very cool. Give, yeah, that's got to give props to Ken Levine and the Rational Games, his team there. They yes. did. Ken yeah. Levine, I know, is the game director. But he's the mastermind, mastermind behind all this, you know, and he, the man is a genius for coming up with all this. Yep, ex- excellent game. Cannot go wrong. It's worth the full price of admission, without a doubt. So, I, I can't think of anything else really. Uh, to, I think I felt we got, we talked about everything. I think we had been kind of chit-chatting about before we started. So, uh, uh, you got anything else, Mark? Um. No, not really. That's it. I think, um, you know, really the, the, yeah, I think really most of it was just kind of discussion around the end of it. It was like one of those games, like all the stuff that goes on in between there, it's just, it's that ending that yeah. just kind of, to me was like, that's all you really need to talk about. <laughs> um, but hey, that, the, the game is fantastic to getting to that point. Yeah. And that, yeah, that build up to the end there and, and getting all that at the end, it just, I was just so pleased and 
the way they did everything. They did such a fantastic job on the game flow and everything. I, I will say one of the most exciting and fun game sequences I have had in a very long time took place in Bioshock Infinite. And it was when you were on uh, the Hand of the Prophet, which is his ship, his airship, uh-huh. near the end. That was one of the most enjoyable and I died several times, or I didn't die, but my, the ship got destroyed, the core got destroyed several times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was absolutely just so much fun to play through that. Um, zipping along those sky rails, um, and then, you know, trying to kill guys from there, and you can slow your speed or speed up and reverse direction, and kind of hanging out up there, going back and forth, then controlling Songbird to wipe out certain groups, and you know, just all that was happening, it, it was, it was, it wasn't, um, it like wasn't crazy. But it was, but it was so much fun. It was just like it was a real challenge. You know, yeah. for me it was, and um, and it was very, but it was a challenge of an enjoyable kind. It, it didn't feel like a cheap. Like, oh, we're just going to make it so hard at this point. You got all the way here, got 90% through the game, then we're going to slam, make it almost impossible for you. You know, so many games, I think, cheap out by doing oh, that. Okay. And, and, yeah, there's a game recently you did that. Yeah. And the, the, huh? No, it was the uh, was it Metal Gear Rising. I have yet to go back to that game because I got all the way to the end of Boston. It's just freaking hard as, hard as heck. Yeah, and it's like, you know, that. so I hate when they do that. And this... It definitely was ramped up, but it was to be expected. But it was not an really an unmanageable aspect. I I did lose a couple times, and but it was like okay. And then I had to restart, you know, from the very beginning of that sequence, which was a long one to play through. But it's like okay, now I get it. I know what I'm doing wrong, you know. um, and, And it's all about timing with the songbird. Um, and I wasn't paying attention to that at first. So, but it was just very enjoyable. That combat, that, that fight was just intense. It, it was fun. I, I was, you know, running out of ammo, running out of health. You're, you're trying, there's so many things to be, that to do, um, that you gotta try to focus on that it's it just, it was fantastic. Absolutely a fantastic experience. Um, I really enjoyed that moment. <laughs> So, yeah, but, the better ends of a of an in-game and in, in recent memory. Yeah, and it was fun because, like, with Bioshock One, there was a lot of, you know, it really there was variation, yet there wasn't. You know, it's it's like everything was underwater, and all you did was walking from tube, you know, through tubes and into sections and. You know, so there, there, there was very linear and, and not a lot of, I mean, the scenery was still really neat, you know, in, in everything they did in the original game. But with this one, I don't know if it's because they were in the sky, you know, there was, there was a lot more, you know, you can go into buildings and the buildings, you know, gave you some difference outside and the different parts of the different sections you went to all looked very different. Um, then when you get into, where all the sky rails are and you're zipping along on those. There was just, uh, it was, it's like every area you went into felt very different. And I think that's, that's kind of a difference from the first game, you know, 
Um, and even in the first game, you had very different areas, but it still was kind of, you know, you're still contained underwater in this, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, there's not a lot for them to branch off of. We're here. They were able to just kind of branch off differently and make all these different areas look a lot different. Um, and, and then I'm, I'm hooked on hanging on the sky rails. And, uh, when I saw trailers for that originally, I was like, eh, I don't know. This looks kind of hokey. Man, that was fun. <laughs> I loved the way that worked. Yeah. I liked, uh, you were on the rails and you gave the option to aim down and hit the A button to knock them off the, you know, to go down and land on them and melee them or whatever. Yeah. There was, and it was easy to do. It wasn't like, cause I thought when I saw, first saw that, I was like, man, this, and even when I first was playing it, it, you know, it took me a while to figure out, you know, how to maneuver on there and, and how to jump and, you know, and then how to, I mean, I was almost through the game before I realized I could go backwards, even though it was on the screen, you know, yeah, hit the B button to go backwards. I'm just so busy looking at everything else. I never noticed that. Um, and then I was like, oh, sweet. Duh. I wish I'd been doing this the rest of the game. But, um, it really was not a hard thing to control. It worked very, you know, it was very seamless, very fluid. The controls were excellent. Um, the only thing I hated was a sniper rifle. Um, that didn't, that was really the only weapon in the game I did not like. Um, but no, fantastic. I, I, I think I'll just shut up about it now. <laughs> go play it, go buy it, go get it, go rent it, whatever. It's, it's a good game. Yep. So. You got anything else there on that, Jason? No, not really. I mean, you pretty much cover everything, or we've already said everything. I really, I have, I have nothing. Just go and buy it. <laughs> I know rambled on there, although in the ending, I hope I didn't uh, step all over stuff you were going to talk about. Um, no, no, that, that's fine. Me, I mean, we had already kind of been talking about stuff, and you pretty much covered, you know, whatever I was going to bring up. So it, it's all good, man. All right. Yeah, I think that really uh, is all there is to it. I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, n- neat new characters. Um, great storyline. So, fantastic game. Go get it today. <laughs> so, with that, I will... Uh, I'm going to take off. This Wingman 709 taking off. Democulus, good night and good game. <laughs>